Here we are, the bunker episode. I'm looking at the screen, it says six, but I think I need to change that to seven. Let me get in on that. No, 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 no. You do this all the time. You're trying to you're trying to throw me off the scent. It's gotta be seven. I'm sure the Beyblade episode was episode six. The only answer for you, Jake, the only answer for you in in answer to this question is this. Yeah, babe. Yeah, baby. <laughs> <laughs> it is episode seven. You are right. Wee. Right. Um. It's everybody well, yeah, at home. Yeah. Everybody at home. Hello, you can. I've got a soundboard, so <laughs> it's being abused. Yeah. A bit of extra background noise in it now. Yeah. Oh, this is great banter. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> we don't even have to do anything. I promise I won't abuse it too much. Right, how you been? You been alright? Not too bad, not too bad. Getting on with university and uh Tell me about it. All of that. Rubbish. He's on the Carlsberg again. The other night he was on a, a brew dog or something. I like to mix it up a bit, you see. Why not? Treat yourself. Hey, sorry. <laughs> Go on by. Yeah, <laughs> uh, shadow running by in the background. We got a funky blur on it. It's all good. <laughs> we got a funky blur, exactly. Right. Should we get started? Go on. With right. So literally the day after we recorded, I saw this pop up and I was like, "Yeah, that'd be great for for this week's episode." And here we are, three weeks later. Yep. Um. So. I'm just going to send it. I'm going to let you have a, have a look at it because I couldn't quite believe it, to be honest with you. There you go. It's uh, National Geographic right there. So you know it's legit. Let me have a little look, see. I'll get this the up on the main screen for everyone. The great apes at US Zoo receive COVID-19 vaccine made for animals. That is brilliant. I mean, it's a bit off-putting by the picture because, first off, brings flashbacks to a very sad time in our lives, if you remember which one. Who could forget Harambe? What about Harambe? <laughs> um, I'll bring up that. that. I'm going to go completely derailing here. So um, recently we've had all of the um, Me Too movements and then there was another movement called Dicks Out. Dicks Out for Harambe? Or Dicks Out for Harambe. Well, Guys were trying to use it for like, oh, we need to stand up for ourselves. You know, those type of people were. And it very quickly got overrun by people going, dicks out for Harambe. And yeah, just completely shut down the stupid anti-movement, essentially. Anyway, back to this. Right, so an orangutan has been given the vaccination. Because apparently animals can also get COVID. I knew that cats might be able to, but I didn't think it would go as far as gorillas and things. It probably makes sense that apes and stuff like that can get it because they're probably the closest animal to us, I would imagine. That's very true, but my question is, who's getting close enough with these animals? Especially, you're who's right, actually. Yeah, you've got a point there. Who's getting close enough to them? One, in any, <laughs> in any situation, who's getting close enough to them to spread COVID? But then, who's getting close enough to them in lockdown, in a pandemic, to spread COVID? Exactly, it should be closed. I saw that um, 
the one of the monkeys that got the vaccine as well was one of the first monkeys to ever have open heart surgery in 1994 as well. So this is like a pioneering monkey. That's your monkey, yeah, they're like same one that went up to space, I bet. I bet. <laughs> that monkey it's walks very... out to all the, the other monkey gang. They think, oh, she's got a heart problem. She'll be finished off. I'll be the new alpha around here soon, sometime soon. <laughs> and then she struts out of the hospital having open heart surgery and a COVID vaccine. She's good to go. Just all happy, happy, like, yeah. Nothing going to stop me. Nothing yeah, can take me. A gorilla. A gorilla with the COVID vaccine. And a gorilla with a COVID vaccine before any of us. Before any of us. John, it's funny you say that. I've got a friend and uh, he's 25 and he received a letter getting his COVID the other week. Really? Nothing wrong with him. Well, I mean, there's something wrong with him, but that's not medical terms. <laughs> um, yeah, he just got a letter for it saying, hey, come along, we'll give you the jab. No medical background of anything wrong with him. He's not a key worker. Just. He's just not? managed to blag it somehow. He just managed to blag it, exactly. I don't understand it because my parents, just like your parents, are in their 50s, which is the age group that are being targeted now for the vaccine. Hi, Kirsty. <laughs> and chatted hi. And uh, they've only just got theirs this weekend. So, how has he managed to pull one off at age 25? I have no idea. He just got it through random. His mum's not even had one yet. Well, so he's when's his date? It. When's his date? He's had it. Yeah. Oh, how did he feel? Last Saturday, I think. How did he feel after it? He felt, he felt absolutely fine. He's not had any issues. Um, I know, I've got a lot of mixed people with that, though. I know some that feel ill after it, and then some feel fine. Yeah, my parents at the minute, they said that they um, felt like they got the worst flu ever, like their bones ached and they felt weak um big old headache feeling sick all of that kind of stuff but in a way in a weird way that's good because it means that they're getting an immune response and the vaccine's working and stuff but then obviously it sucks that you have to have a weekend where you're just bed bound <laughs> but it's better than being dead so there is that yeah so my older brother had the vaccine and he's had no issues whatsoever but then I guess it's like a bit of, a bit of an eye-opener for people of if the vaccine does this, what would the actual illness do? Yeah, you're right, because a lot of people, in, in I was going to say in the beginning, but even now say, it's just the bad flu, it's just the flu. But when you see people actually get the flu, they don't want it. If they could have a vaccine for the flu and it would and it would continuously work, they would take it. So they sit there going, it's just the flu. And then they're bed bound, moaning, can't do anything. Flu. <laughs> it's like, I yeah, don't think it... I've ever had that again. I don't think I've ever had the flu. I think I had it once and it wasn't fun. Because um, a lot of people, I think, I feel like it's an American thing to when you've got a bit of a cold and you feel ill, you say, oh, I've got the flu because it's been like shortened down. But what having the flu actually means is influenza, as in the virus. I think I've had it once. I had a horrific headache. I was puking up, uh, like cold and hot sweats. Um, and my whole body felt weak, like walking down the stairs. I had to hold on and be careful because I'm like, my legs could collapse any minute here. No, I mean, I've had man flu. Yeah, everyone's like that. Worst thing known to... Obviously. Um, 
But yeah, no, I mean, I've had colds. That's about it. I've had whooping cough. That was a fun one. Ooh. I was young when I had that. I was young when I had that. That was before they started vaccinating for it. Oh, okay. Um, it's all bad. You've been quite lucky. Have you had chicken pox and all that? Yeah, I got um, my parents took me to a chicken pox party. A chicken pox right party? What the hell? Oh, as in like... No. So, obviously you got the chicken pox, right? Yeah. Which just makes it all itchy and scabby. If you don't get chicken pox, if you get chicken pox, you become immune to the chicken pox. Yeah. When you grow up, you're then immune to what I think is called... Smallpox or something. Hold on. Oh. I'm amazed uh, at what a chicken pox party is going to be. Oh, shingles. Right, so if you don't have chicken pox when you're a kid and you come in contact with someone with chicken pox when you're an adult, it's a lot worse. It can give you shingles. It's, it's like really bad, but it's dangerous for you. Okay. What is only like a minor thing when you're a kid, it's really bad for you when you're an adult. So a chicken pox party is, especially in schools, if one kid has chicken pox, they, all the parents send their kids over to get the chicken pox. Because it's what? contagious. So you get, you get all the kids together, get it all at once. They're all scabby for a few days, you know, they're a bit under the weather. But that's it, it's gone then. They're immune. They won't get shingles when they're older. They won't get chicken pox when they're older. And it just it's a lot less hassle for you in the future. This amazes me. I've never heard of this at all. I mean, it kind of makes sense what you're saying, but then it also seems like that's utterly barbaric. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, when you think about it, it's quite... I've never heard um... of this in my life, never. In my 25 years, I've never, ever heard of a chicken pox party. I'd be annoyed if someone sent yeah. me to a chicken pox party as a baby. Well, yeah, the idea is that it's bad, but it's nothing compared to what it could be when you're an adult. I mean, isn't there, is there a vaccine brought, or anything? Like, you know, when you get your vaccines as a kid, does that prevent shingles or anything? Um, let's have a quick, should we have a quick Google? Yeah, because my brother's one of the unlucky ones where, obviously, like you said, it's, it's not impossible, but it's super hard to get chicken pox again once you've had it, isn't it? Exactly. So it's um, extremely rare to get it twice, and he, my brother's had it three times, so he hit the jackpot. So shingles is caused by and caused by a varicella zoster virus, the same virus that causes chickenpox. Right. When you recover chickenpox, the virus stays dormant in your body. No way. That's insane. Wait. Forever or just for a, for a while? So it sounds like I've got it completely mixed around here. Hold on. So it, it says here, what the virus can reactivate later, causing shingles. Oh, you okay. You never get shingles once. Um, I've seen pictures of me with right. chicken pox as a kid, and I don't want it again. Can you get it as so, an adult? You can get it as an adult. So once you get the chicken pox, you can't get chicken pox again because it's already in your body. So it stays in there. So if you've got chicken pox, you might get shingles. Mm -hmm. Whereas if you get chicken pox when you're an adult, um, 
it can cause complications such as pneumonia, inflammations on the brain, and adults are twenty five percent more and times twenty five times more likely to die from chickenpox. Jesus Christ! So maybe these uh, right. barbaric chickenpox parties are actually uh, good. <laughs> so I think there is a chickenpox vaccine. Is there? Yeah. Well, there you go. There you go. So maybe it's not as bad anymore. We've moved up in the world. Moved up in the world. But yeah, so you can get shingles if you've already had chickenpox. But you can't get chickenpox again. Whereas chickenpox is what causes all the issues for an adult. Whereas a kid just sort of fobs them off and will be unwell. An adult can get severe. Yeah, so shingles isn't a life-threatening condition, but chickenpox can be. So still give them choice, you know, give them sh um, chickenpox and they might get shingles when they're older, but they'll be all right. Or don't give them chickenpox and when they're an adult, they might could die. contact with it. could die. Yeah. Well, it's, it's probably super likely as well, because if most adults have a kid and most kids will probably get chickenpox, so it's like exactly. you're going to come into contact it, with it at some point. Exactly. I mean, I've had it. My little brother's had it. My old brother's had it. Um, trying to think of... I can't remember. I think it was my cousin. He's a lot older than us, and he got chicken box, like, top to bottom. Yeah. Everywhere. When I think we all did. Oh, not as an adult. So did he have to yeah. not, did he have to stay off work and stuff then? I'm assuming that you can't go into work with chickenpox. Yeah, and you shit. have to stay away from everyone. It's contagious. Yeah, it would be unbearable too. Like you couldn't do anything. Like imagine your clothes itching you on, like itching on you and shit. That'd be awful. Well, I mean, I have psoriasis, so I'd be used to it. Oh, true. <laughs> but on a on a lighter note, the TikTok yeah. sensation Ollie Ball has uh, graced my newsfeed today came across him well i'm not on tiktok i'm not on tiktok at all but you are you've discovered tiktok right so i have a tiktok but mainly my partner will send me ones that she finds funny that's basically how i discovered this ollie ball lad my i'm in a group chat with my brother and my sister my brother said have you lot seen this ollie ball lad uh like he's hilarious and then my sister went and looked at it and sent me it doesn't quite translate when you say it in text Oh, hello, it's Ollie Ball. It doesn't quite translate, but when you see him say his signature catchphrase on video, it's amazing. So this is like a young lad. If you got the link, I'll just play the video and then we'll talk about it. If you got the link. I'm not actually sharing your screen to me yet. Right, I'll try and share my screen now. Say that again. This whole time I've just been staring into my own beautiful eyes. I've been doing the same to you, to be fair. Right, let's see if I can share my screen. If I share Discord. Oh, now I'm sharing yeah. Discord to everyone else. <laughs> They're going to see. Let's see. There we go. You're back. Can you see me still, yeah? Yeah, yeah. You're all good now. Lovely. Um, nice. nice. Hang on. I think I've got that. Nice. Oh, nice. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> yeah, that investment is uh is paying for itself already. Right. Uh so if you got the Ollie Ball video queued up. 
I have. Is it the one you sent me earlier? Yeah. It is. Yeah. Boom. So this Oli, this Oli Ball lad, he must be, I don't know, let's say between 13 and 15. Uh, and he's just having a laugh with his mates at school. Right. You ready? I'm, I'm ready when you are. Three, two, one, play. I want to shout. I'm going to scream until the words come out. It's Oli Ball here. It's Oli Ball here. Ball here. I've not done a beverage in a while and it is a random splash. What a Malone. Yeah, you heard that right. Let's go, baby. What does he think of it? You need a little taste there. I'm a bit tired because you can see the sun's out. I was gasping for a drink and I thought, watermelon, that'll go down the palate nicely. And I don't how's my throat is nice and nice and nice and just, he's not, I'm not thirsty anymore, basically. He's not thirsty anymore. Thank God for that. But I haven't got any, but this milkshake's got loads of protein in, as you can see. So we'll have some guns in it. Drinking this. Proper ding dang do. Defo scanner. Proper ding dang do. See the ball. I love that bit at the end. All right, I'll pause it there. You know what's on tonight? Coronation Street. Yeah. You can tell his friend is sort of just like the tag along that throws the odd line in to think that he's participating though, can't you? I don't know. I don't know because I've seen they've got probably about 20 videos out at the moment, a good 20 videos. And this lad seems to be like the, the a comedy duo. So this Ollie Ball is the main character and uh, his lad, I don't know what his name is, is like uh, someone to bounce <laughs> ideas off kind of thing. You don't even know his name. That's how much of a side character he is. <laughs> I think I heard someone say his name might be Jake. I'm not sure. His name might be Jake. But I love it. They've got this thing at the beginning of the video where they'll sing the lyrics to a song and they really go for it in the first bit. And then he go, he, he comes in with uh, saying the lyrics after that and he's like, and it's only wall here. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, I've sent you a couple of TikToks, which, which are a bit different if you'd like to uh, click on the first one, pause it. So oh, where's... Uh... These are the ones... oh. Which one am I looking for? Am I looking at just the one underneath that? I'll go with the first one, see if that works. Okay, okay, this might start as soon as you click it. Right, I'll pause it. Yeah, I've paused it. Right, okay. it says warning. This may activate some triggers. Okay, let yeah, me get yeah, it up on the main screen. Right, so I found these a lot funnier than I should have. <laughs> a lot funnier than I should have, probably. But I just, I thought they were great. I mean, it's perfect example. So, just before you start, if you have a disability, it's okay to laugh at yourselves and allow others to laugh at it. If you're not allowed just to make, take the mic out of someone, but you're allowed to laugh at them if they're giving you the context and the purpose of laughing at it. And Jake does have a disability, so he knows what he's talking about. Exactly. Right, are you ready? I'm ready. Count me down. Okay. And go. Men be like, oh, look at my six pack, look at my biceps, show us your legs. They're there, <laughs> but they don't work. Men be like, right, now watch the second one. So this guy that was a whole channel where he does stuff like that. That was unbelievably loud, but oh my god, I've gone red. I feel like I'm not sure if I'm allowed to laugh at that. Uh <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the thing, he puts them on his channel because he's no, he knows he's funny. He knows how to exploit his disability to be funny. 
Yeah, he's uh, he's he's the one playing into it. I have to admit, it's not he's not quite an ollie ball yet. I'll say that. This net form might get you. Right. Okay. Here we go. Three. Now this one hit home hard, but. Okay. Three, two, one, play. Singing for my deaf mum so she can hear me. Check. What a great idea! I might do that and see me dad can hear me. <laughs> There's no point, he's fucking dead. <laughs> oh my god. Was not expecting it, just bang, straight out there. I was expecting him to say something about being deaf as well, not dead. <laughs> <laughs> I laughed way too hard when I first seen it. Oh, Christ. He's just got lots of videos of him doing stuff like that. That's unbelievable. Unbelievable, Jeff. Unbelievable, Jeff. I'm sure you've got something on the soundboard for it. You know, you know what this is, Jake? Oh, this is great banter. It really is. It really is. Bit of Alan Partridge. Can't beat Alan Partridge. Right. So yeah, TikTok is like taking over, and I decided to give it a chance, mainly because I didn't with Vines. I fobbed them off. I was like, Vines, Vines suck. And then towards the end of their life, I was like, Do you know, these aren't actually half bad. They're quite funny. I quite like Vines. And I never had the app, but this is the same thing. Excuse me. This is the same thing that I've got with tick going on with TikTok. I've not got the app. And I don't even click on the ones that people send me because TikTok has some unbelievable trackers in it. But people, uh, TikTok videos get uploaded to Instagram, uh, YouTube, and even Everywhere. videos that came out before TikTok was about show resurface again with a TikTok logo on them. So it's it's a whole ecosystem. Everything gets posted yeah, everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Watch I don't even yeah, need TikTok to watch the TikTok videos. I mean, although obviously we support TikTok because uh, we are on TikTok. Of course, um, of course. Um, going under the name of the bunker. Hold on. Creative. Get, uh, Bit of self promotion here. Pimp it, Jake. It's under the bunker and the bunker podcast. No spaces. Um, I'd like to point out we have one follower. Is it you? No. Ooh. Oh well. Hey, at least it's not one of likes. us. 32 likes isn't bad, and about a thousand views in total. That's so, not bad. We've got more views on bloody TikToks than we have on our old podcast. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, so, There's no point in me saying this, because I was about to say, if you want to check out our TikTok, you will find a link telling you to come check out our YouTube, which you'll probably listen to this on. So it's sort of a bit... It self-defeats itself, really, yeah. doesn't it? Uh, a bit unnecessary, but yeah, we're on it. There we go. I love your little Japanese T-shirt, by the way. Do you like it? I got it for Christmas. Yeah, oh, looks very it? like uh, Fast and Furious esque. It's comfortable as well. I don't no. often get new clothes. I don't I like about eight different clothes items, which I sort of just wash and wear, wash, repeat throughout the week. And I'm done because I'm not too bothered about 
things like that. But when I get a new clothes in, I'm like, oh wow, this is this is comfortable. I, where, where are the holes? I, where are the holes? I I don't mind uh, spending money on microphones, mixers, games, headsets. But when it comes to clothes, I'm like. I've already got clothes, but then I look at my clothes and I'm exactly. like, and I'm like, right, these jeans are really sort of, they've seen better days. And, and then it, it anymore. and it ends up that I'll like pull the jeans up by the, you know, the belt strap and snap the belt strap. And I'm like, oh no, now I need to buy some new jeans. <laughs> but that's until you need to. Yeah, it Not took, sure. it took me that long between the last time I bought jeans and my current time that i had discovered a whole new jeans technology had been invented called skinny stretch and it was the best thing ever before i'd just been wearing skinny jeans and they would like as you imagine be skinny and hard to pull up and like uncomfortable to sit in but apparently it's fashion well skinny stretch uh as as the name suggests stretches out it's kind of like elastic pajama fabric almost but they, they're, it's denim. They're made of jeans. They're way more comfortable. It's brilliant. So I discovered this whole new technology. So I go with skinny stretch now. It's just brilliant. Skinny stretch. Yeah. I, I, I have a formula that I put together of um, has it got lots of pockets to work? Yeah. Is it cheap? And is it next day? Because the ones I've got at the moment have a hole in them. <laughs> That's pretty much, yeah. That'll do it. Yeah. It's just... Can't argue with that, to be fair. Uh, yeah, I'm not too much into the whole... <coughs> well, the whole, like, trying to look good crap. You know, it just doesn't... Although, it's funny you say that, right? So, today at work... As you can tell, I can't grow a beard. I don't know. It looks like you've got you've got a decent beard going on there. It's a bit neck beardy, but yeah, that's what I mean. It's mainly the neck. If I could have this here, so I've been thinking of different like designs, designs and beard styles and stuff. And it's not going well. Do you shave so the moustache like... bit, or is that like it's natural growth? Because I can't no. tell whether that's is it lighter or shorter than the rest of it. That's just how it is. Mine's a bit the same, to be fair. You see, you see this patchy bit here. Nothing grows here. It doesn't connect. But that's what I want. I'd love to have a big beard, but it just isn't happening. And I'd love to look like a man. Exactly. (laughs) So I've decided it's going to be very soon when I get my hair cut. I'm going to slowly just start to get rid of more and more down here until it's just like goatee style left and see if anything suits but i don't know why but i'm really afraid to do it you should get what what have you got a proper beard trimmer yes because you can get this one i've got it and uh you can set you press a little button and it's in it increments in millimeters so like one millimeter two millimeter three millimeter and it keeps going up all the way up to about 10 millimeters and you can set the length that you want it to trim your beard at and so so if you're not sure how much you want to take off, you can take off a very small amount and decide, ah, I would like to go a bit shorter and then slowly do it instead of taking yeah. the plunge with like, oh my God, it's all gone. <laughs> um, I've got, just like that, but instead of it being automatic, it's got different clips that go on the top. So one's 25 to 30 mil 
and then it goes all the way down to just bog standard. Yeah, a bit like uh, when you go to the barbers, they've got the yeah, different yeah. guards. I just don't know why I'm so afraid to shave it. I mean, like it's not exactly a styled beard at the moment. <laughs> I've got a stud sticking out of my bloody head. Why am I afraid of what my facial hair looks like? Just take the plunge and oh, go right. for it. You know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna here's, a, here's a tip for you. Here's a tip. You know the masks, the COVID masks? You've got a decent one of them oh, yeah. that goes like I've got an Adidas one. So it's like a, a reusable one. It's not a disposable one. But that they're designed to fit around your neck perfectly. And if you put one of those on and then shave on the line where the mask is, you get a perfect kind of jaw. You get a perfect kind of jawline and you can follow it there. So there's a little tip for you. So it there never go. goes too far down your neck. But only about if I mess it up, I've got about probably about three, four months more of wearing a mask. True. I can just cover it up anyway. Yeah, exactly. No one would know except me. And uh, if we ever get popular, the entire world. <laughs> They'll never know. They'll never know. Yeah. By next podcast, at least by next podcast, I'm, I reckon what I'm going to do is just a chin strap. And then the tash and goatee. And I'm going to see how it looks. So it'll probably look really stupid. But we'll find out. I'm excited to see it. It's it's new. It's funky. It's change, isn't it? Embrace it. You know what we should talk about, though? Talking about getting popular and not having any, any views. Randomly, we got, what was it? Like 400 views from the Ukraine? <laughs> yeah, I don't know what's going on, but... We said something that really rather ticks them off or pleased them. Yeah, I'm assuming they're either bots or I don't know what happened, but it was an episode we talked about. It was after Trump and Biden, uh, like Trump had lost, Biden got in, and we put in the title, mm. Trump out, Biden in, and a picture of them in the thumbnail, and 400 views all from the Ukraine and Russia. They just loved it. Not a single yeah. comment, not a single like, not a single dislike. It just all of a sudden, the combination of having Trump and Biden in in the video drove 400 bits of traffic from the Ukraine and Russia. Yeah, it's a bit odd, but if they want to do it, they can do it. I mean, hello, our Ukrainian fans. I know, Welcome. yeah. Razvutsia <laughs> means hello. There you go. Learning something new every day. Razvutsia sukobliat means uh hello you whore bitch <laughs> why do you know that i learned russian for a while only a tiny bit but i say uh hello my name is ben it's nice to meet you I, maybe, I, I never knew you could speak part russian maybe i'm a russian spy who knows do i look russian I don't think so. I need to pass off as Russian. Russia, the thing is, Russians um, are kind of like Eastern Europeans in that they have that kind of smooth olive skin, don't they? Yeah, it's a bit... It's weird what's with the Russians. Like, you can't really tell until you know. Yeah, like, like FPS Russia on YouTube. Everyone thought he was Russian for a while. Turns out, just American. Just American. Um, so why why did you get into speaking Russian? Was this just 
this is when <clears throat> I wasn't at university and I was basically I wanted a challenge. My friends were learning to speak Japanese. Um and I was like, Russia would be a cool place to visit, like the Kremlin and all the cool stuff they've got there, like war museums and shit. I wanted to go to Chernobyl as well, so I thought Chernobyl would be quite cool in the Ukraine. They speak kind of virtually Russian. So I was like, yeah. I'll learn Russian and I'll challenge myself. So I started learning Russian and it was all right. I didn't particularly enjoy it too much. But then um, the whole... They, they poisoned someone, didn't they, again? You know, the um, it was in Salisbury. The Salisbury poisonings where they, like, put Novichok yes. on someone's fucking door handle. I was like, hmm. Maybe I don't want to get <laughs> maybe, maybe I should rethink this. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I started learning Russian. It was cool. But then I got into university and then I had to start learning, like, three or four computer programming languages. And I was like, oh, one's got to go. And it was the one that wouldn't yeah. get me a degree. Yeah, I get that. It's like I'm, I'm learning sign language at the moment and have been in the same spot sign language for about a year now. It's very, very slow process. Are you learning it at home, like from YouTube or something? Um, I've got sort of like a level one and two course that I do, but there's no time limit on it. You sort of just click through and do the test by yourself. That's the I'm best kind of that. thing. Like, I always find that learning to learn is quite fun but learning to pass a test is the worst thing i think you could ever possibly do and it's what we all do yeah. but uh like because it's if, definitely yeah have you ever seen that spon the sponsors on youtube videos it's like skillshare or the great courses plus to to sponsorship companies but it's basically they do like lecture videos and there's no exams at the end of it but it's fun stuff so you can go and learn and it's fun I've not seen that, no. I always think that they'd be quite this, cool. This is literally just a, if you've got time, you go on. But, I mean, some of it looks like trying to teach Brody at the same time. So it's going all right, but. I think that'd be pretty cool. Like if he grows up uh, learning sign language, because they say it's uh, like when you're young is the best time to learn a language, isn't it? Everyone's brain's yeah, more open or whatever. So yeah, 100%. And that'd be one of those cool things that like, oh, you can speak another language. Wow. Exactly. And when I inevitably go deaf, I can still communicate. Yeah. Yeah. Always, always a plus being able to talk to your son. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So like what? Although sometimes not being able to talk to him or more importantly, not being able to hear him might be a, a plus. <laughs> Very useful. Very useful. Um, what, what was it? I know, I know like... That's your name. What's that? Go on, do it again. Oh, the camera completely froze there. Do it one more time. <laughs> oh, so it looks like a salute, basically. Yeah. And then I know it's, it's really weird. So the course I'm doing is teaching stuff like hello, how are you and stuff like that. And then all of a sudden you're learning how to say three bed terraced house. <laughs> yeah it is like it jumps quite a bit it goes from like i would like some milk please to something insane exactly it's like what else what else 
the language is also so obviously a lot of languages they will have essentially backwards rather than how we do it and this is not explaining at all so in sign language i could say So that would be flowers on the table, right? Right, okay. But the way you're supposed to do it is... Oh, so you do the ta you sign the um, table first and then the flowers on it. And because there's no word for the on the stuff like that, you're literally doing flowers table. Or yeah, that's, flowers. that's kind of like other languages, actually. I think English might be a bit weird in the way that we weird, place weird things. Yeah. The only thing I know how to say in sign language, and I'm not even sure if this is correct, is the old thing that you got taught in the school playground of like, why don't you fuck off or something like that. Is that, I don't know if you know that's correct or not. What's, what's the first bit? So you get your, you get, you make your hand into like a piece of paper and rock, paper, scissors for anyone listening. And then you put two fingers on it, like well, palm down, and then you do it backwards again. Then you make some scissors to like cut your piece of paper on your hand. Then you make a fist with your thumb out, hit your piece of paper, and then lift your hand up to say "fuck off." Apparently, in the playground of my primary school, that was sign language for "why don't you fuck off?" Yeah. Um, I know what the sign for "why" is and all it's. I've got. I think "why" might be wrong here. Something like that. Ah, okay. So not what I not what I was doing. You tell me. No, you're the one learning it. <laughs> I can't remember honestly. It's been so long since I've had a lot. Of uni just took over. Yeah. Um, I need to go back into it. I really do. I was learning the animals. There's a lot of animals. Talking of animals, do you have you brought us an animal fact this week? We'll get to that at the end. Once oh. I think of. Oh, okay. Okay. Fair play. I will get. I, a, a weird animal fact uh, that's not particularly interesting. There was a walrus like off the coast of uh, the UK spotted sunbathing on some rocks the other day. So, All right. There's a picture of that that looked pretty cool. Have you seen the volcano that's erupting in Iceland right now? I think so. And some guy, this is one of the marvels of modern technology, has flew his drone as close as you could imagine that you could safely get to the exploding volcano. And he's got footage of this volcano exploding and the lava going everywhere. It looks insane. And the best thing about... I'll try and find a link for you. The best thing about this volcano exploding is that um, this time around, it can't cancel any flights because no one can go anywhere because of COVID. <laughs> so we can all enjoy it guilt-free. Exactly. I mean, the people are going, oh, the volcano is bothering my life. Well, tough. Stay indoors. Don't be a fool. I just typed in Iceland volcano eruption 3032 instead of 2021. My finger's in the wrong place. Maybe I've just predicted something. I'm like the Mayans. Yeah. Well, they got it wrong, though, didn't they? Well, they did, yeah, just slightly. Oh, at the end, the wrong way around. It was meant to say 21 this year. Yeah. Right, I've got a link. I'm not sure if it's very good, but I'll send you this over. So yeah, this volcano, and it doesn't look like it's 
too dangerous. I don't think it's near anything because in the videos I've seen, there's people standing meters away from this lava. I don't know whether they're scientists or if they're just in interested people. Yeah, morons. <laughs> <laughs> Let's have a look here. All right, let us know when you're ready. Yeah, I've got it up on the big screen. So three, two, one, play. Did you know you can pick lava up with a shovel? I've seen videos of it, yeah. Like, you can stand on it and everything. Got to be quick, but I wouldn't risk it. So this video now, this guy's drone is literally flying over the mouth of the volcano with, with lava spitting up, yeah. Turn that down a bit there. You can see it though, it's spewing like crazy and there's for probably 300 meters in a, in a circle all around the volcano, there's just fire and lava. Absolutely crazy. People, this is what I mean. Oh, hi, hey. We had a long day. Um, people are just like flying around it and it's bits. Like it is, it is amazing. Stay away. It's, it? it's definitely something you'd love to see before you look look at the people on that hill look they're walking towards it they know that volcanoes explode right they're from iceland i would hope so but yeah that's insane but yeah like i was saying watching a uh volcano explode has got to be something you do before you die like that's a that's a bucket list type thing from a good distance and not in an aircraft either yeah imagine if it just like there was a bit of a, a big explosion and then a chunk of hot liquid lava lands on the propeller and melts it or something because i'm sure helicopters are probably super precisely engineered so if uh, a piece of lava eats away at a chunk of your propeller that's gonna surely cause some kind of problem never don't want to be never so we did one of those fly around leicester experiences in one yeah. And so first off, if you and me were sitting right next to each other with our chairs touching, that's how wide the helicopter is. Really? That's horrific. And then someone right in front of you where their chair is touching your knees, that's the front of it. That's it doesn't sound like you're not selling it to me as an enjoyable experience it's yet. Tiny. It's tiny, absolutely tiny. And you know, you get in, and one of the first things they told us, if, if we say brace, you can rather put your hands on it over your head, put your heads to your knees, doesn't matter. Either way, you're fucked. <laughs> That's why um, I don't want to go in a helicopter. I mean, I'm sure it's probably roughly the same thing for a plane. Absolutely amazing. Like the feeling you get. But the thing that worried me, and this is just coming back to what you just said, I'm do you know when you see footage of helicopters and stuff and the pilots are constantly saying numbers and getting numbers put through? Yep. That is the velocity of the wind and how much the helicopter needs to slightly turn on its axis not to be knocked over. Really? Numbers, yeah. So literally they're saying like, turn to this number, turn to that number. And the pilot's literally going, slightly adjusting the axis, axis of the... That's crazy. I thought that would be something that the plane automatically does so the pilot can concentrate on something else. It's just got to just got to keep it still. And yeah, so you're in this like literally a metal can 
smaller than a car up in the sky and the guy's just like going like this just moving around and then go oh that was a bit of turbulence and you're like that's <laughs> the end of my life yeah <laughs> <I'm dead now. laughs> it, it's it's really good though i mean i don't like heights but i enjoyed it the massive thing that put me off helicopters was remember the leicester city football manager his helicopter crashed and that crashed like literally in the city center in one of the car parks yeah and then more recently kobe yeah, Kobe flew in, well, he didn't literally fly into, well, he he did literally fly into a uh, mountain, but he wasn't doing the flying. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, yeah, I mean, helicopters are... Death traps. Yeah. I mean, I suppose uh, a, a plane's kind of a small helicopter with the blades tilted forwards, but I just feel like a plane's yeah. more safe than a helicopter, I don't know. Yeah. I think it's the size. Maybe. Ricky Gervais has got a bit where he's like, um, he does it. He hates going on flights when they, he hates the bit on the flights where they, they do the safety briefing. Cause it's like, um, in the event that we have to make a, uh, an emergency landing, uh, your life jacket is equipped with a whistle. And Ricky Gervais is like, it doesn't matter if the life jacket is equipped with a whistle. If we have to make an emergency landing, the plane smashes the fuck to bits. <laughs> <laughs> emergency landing is a nice word for crash. <laughs> yeah. Like an, yeah, uncon an uncontrolled descent plunging through the air is an emergency landing. I'm pretty sure the whistle's there because of the Titanic. Maybe. It's supposedly for attracting attention, isn't it? But... Yeah, so if you're in the water, you can blow the whistle and people go, oh, over there. It's got to be but a then, good fucking whistle. But then saying that, if they've just seen a plane crash down and explode, I think they know you're there. Uh, yeah, but I, I imagine it's for if you manage to survive hours after that. But again, yeah. I would love to know the statistics on how often people say, oh, yeah, we only found you because of the whistle. Because, like, because if you're... First of all, you're in the water with the wind flying past your head, the waves sloshing about, and a rescuer would presumably be either in a helicopter and knows where you are already, or in another boat, and he's got the engine sound, his mate's chatting to him. No one's going to be listening for a little... <laughs> just, guys, around here. Is it the helicopter that gave it away? No, but I just heard a whistle west yeah. of here, about two clicks. Let's let's go that way. He heard a little whistle two kilometres away. No, it's... I think it's just reassuring. I mean, like, if I was in a helicopter plane that was going down, I'd probably be blowing the whistle straight away, like, I can fucking do this. I've got the whistle. Yeah, what are they the going to do? We're going to be dead in ten seconds. <laughs> yeah, it's just this whistle's going to save you. You'd grab anything, wouldn't you? You just yeah. need some... It's that little human thing with um, if, I don't know, we, we need hope to cling on to, don't we? Like, oh, don't worry that the plane's plummeting through the air at 300 miles an hour. I've got a whistle. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Now, I was saying that about them being religious. I would love to be religious. I'm the, I'm the same as you. I, I know exactly what you're going to say, and I agree. No, just like being able to put all your faith into something like right this is happening it's bad well it's meant to happen no it's, it's happening because it's shit and that's life all right no that's not the right answer tough but imagine Just, imagine yeah. living life as someone that genuinely was religious and genuinely did believe it all like you believe that 
you've got a magic man in the sky planning out your life for you. So you, you, you don't have to worry about anything because the big man upstairs is going to make it all right. When you die, you're going to go to heaven and see all your family and anyone that's ever lived. Like, imagine living like that. You'd be on cloud nine 24-7. Although, are we much better? Because we believe in the Big Bang. And that's two atoms coming out of nowhere in nothing that exists and hitting into each other. My we argument would be that we are better because we don't want to stone people to death for uh, having bum sex. That is very true. Yeah, sorry, sorry. <laughs> yeah, and, and we also yeah. won't tell the kids that, hey, if you ever have fancy a man, you're going to burn for all of eternity. Have a nice day. That's very true. <laughs> <laughs> Go on now. I've put a lunchable for your pat lunch. Enjoy your day. Obviously, that's just the one religion. There's lots of others that don't condone such bullshit. But Most of them hate it. Yeah, bit weird, isn't it? It's just, uh, I think it comes from a, it comes from a time so long ago that none of these religious books could have ever predicted the time that we're in now, ever, because they were written by people, so they are by definition imperfect. Exactly. Well, you know, it's funny that you brought up Ricky Gervais because he said something about religion and stuff, where well, it says a lot about religion oh i've seen it if um we got every scientific book ever and every religious book ever and burnt them all you've seen this haven't you mm -hmm. he was on the american interview show saying it yes and um, burnt them all religion would be gone whereas over time science would come back because it's stuff we know has happened or theories we have of what has happened absolutely it, true like very good point like you say, if every scientific book ever got burnt and every religious book got burnt, someone could go outside, throw a stone up in the air, observe it coming down and going, hmm, I wonder why it comes back down. Yeah, there's something, there might be something to that. But nobody, it would be very strange for every single book to be burned. Uh, a very big coincidence and someone to go, I think a bloke called Jesus was reincarnated by a Virgin Mary... <laughs> Uh, killed by the Romans and all of this shit, no one would ever create religion again because it just wouldn't happen. No, be... Religion would come back, just not... Just not the one, yeah. Yeah. Um, it's funny that you say that because I've been... I've watched... Bike, I just finished watching Vikings. Mm -hmm. I think I've spoken about it in the past. I can't remember. Yeah, yeah, you were saying you've been watching it for a while, didn't you? Absolutely love it. But yeah, I'm done now. Is it, is, all it, in my life. is it finished? Like this series is wrapped up or is it waiting for the next season? It's done. Oh, it might well, be worth me giving it a watch then. I quite like, you know, when something's done and I'm never going to have to wait week to week. Just go straight in. Because that's how I started but, um, Game of Thrones. I started Game of Thrones binging it and then I caught up and then I had to wait. But carry on. I had to wait on. Worse. Um, but yeah, so... There's a religion that's come back over the last few years in Iceland, I think it is, called... Look at this, I look like Superman. I've got a little little bit hanging down from my hair. Oh, your little top. Didn't have the same effect. <laughs> <laughs> um, hey, uh, hold on one sec, I am... Um... 
So this is a religion that's come back in Iceland, is it? I think it's Iceland. Or maybe like Sweden or somewhere, somewhere Viking-ish. Um, I'm pretty sure it is coming back or has been coming back. I wish I knew Can't more about what? Iceland because they just, in all the history I've been taught, it seems like Iceland are pretty chill. They just seem to be that country that are getting on with their own thing. They're almost as technologically advanced as us and they just don't, they don't start any wars. They don't kill anyone. Yeah, I think it's, is it, it's something to do with Pagan or something. Basically, it's coming back where it started off in 2014 with a couple thousand. It's now got like 8,000 followers. And although they don't go, you know, butchering and raiding and stuff, they believe in Thor, Odin, and all of the old gods. And it started to come back. I feel like and it's like I feel like games and TV shows have helped that along as well, isn't it? Like, like it wasn't the recent Assassin's Creed all about the Vikings. It was, yes. It's, we've been very. I think a couple of years ago, it was a year ago, it was zombies. It's now Vikings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I agree. Um, yeah, but then why on earth not? I mean, their religious views were a lot better than most today, I guess you could say, in my opinion. Ricky I mean, Gervais Ricky Gervais had another good point that you were mentioning earlier. Like, uh, that in that, I think in that same interview where he said the quote you brought up, yeah, the bloke said, Well, why are you an atheist? Like, what do you know that we don't? And Ricky Gervais well, was like, Well, let me turn that back on you you believe in Christianity, so you believe in the Christian God, right? He says this to the interviewer. And then he goes, yeah, of course, I'm very religious. And Ricky Gervais goes, right, well, you only believe in one more God than me. You be you don't believe in all the other gods, and you only believe in your one God. So you, I, so as an atheist, I only don't believe one more God than you. So you are an atheist as well, almost. I remember but watching that, yeah, it's Great point. Sends it back on him, yeah. Yeah. Very uh, Ricky Gervais. He's brilliant, isn't he? I think he's an absolute bloody legend. You'd like, uh, if, but... you like if you like watching the whole atheist versus religious person stuff, uh, you'd like people like Richard Dawkins and Christopher Hitchens. He, he, Christopher Hitchens is dead now. He died of cancer, unfortunately. But um, he had something called the Hitch Slap. And that was basically when he would like absolutely own a religious person in the debate you'd be like oh you've been hitch slapped <laughs> right and um, i've got a religious person i work with okay oh i love just listening about all of it like she invites me along to the church and stuff i say no every time yeah she knows i'm gonna say no of what she does invite me along but i just find it fascinating absolutely fascinating i do as well because all of the other religions Oh, I let me. I'm trying to think of a way of putting this diplomatically. Uh, Jehovah's Witnesses are the most insane out of the lot, I think. Because they are, if you're a Jehovah's Witness, nothing against you, just you're a part of a cult. From what I understand, because we, in my old work, we worked in this industrial estate, and the Jehovah's Witnesses would come around like once a year and try and convert everyone. And they believed, from what I could gather and what they told me, that Jehovah was going to save. A certain amount of people like the only the only in christianity as long as you're a good person you all go to heaven in jehovah in, i don't even know what to call it jehovah's witnesses uh believe that 
he has picked out, you know, let's say 10,000 people and only those 10,000 will go to, uh, will go to heaven, but they're going to be the ones going. <laughs> they believe that they've made it to the 10,000. It's mental, even though there's like hundreds of thousands. Oh yeah. Millions of Jehovah's Witnesses. Don't quite add up, does it? Yeah, yeah well, and it's like, why are you all doing this? Because statistically, even the even some of the best out of you aren't going to make it. Yeah, exactly. It's very cult orientated, isn't it? Yeah, like if there, let's let's say if there's two million Jehovah's Witnesses in the world and only ten thousand of you can go to heaven, even most of the top one percent aren't making it. <laughs> Unfortunately, really. Unbelievable. Too no. many sins. But yeah, if you if you need a religion, go for paganism. Why is that? Uh, Jake's um, doing a very uh very like mm -hmm face for anyone listening. Vikings were. I've just got a bit of an obsession for them. So Christian, so Vikings don't have a religious term for themselves. Okay. They just support the gods. It was the Christians who called them pagans because they weren't. Christians. They needed a way to like demonize them and categorize them. Exactly. So everything to do with everything that exists has a god according to Vikings. So you've got I think it's Freya, which is the god of fertility. And so, you know, if someone's about to have a baby, they want a baby, they'll pray to the god of fertility. And when they're going out at sea, they'll pray to Thor that there's no storm or that he'll protect them you know they have a reason of doing everything yep and yeah it's just i like their way of thinking in that sense i mean the whole raiding pillaging murdering, <laughs> that one might need a bit of a change might need updating for the modern world yeah a little bit but yeah it's just honestly watching vikings i might have to give it a go then what's it on it's really um, I watched it on Amazon Prime. Ah, I've got that. I'll have to Good. give it a go. Because I'll probably say it's better than Game of Thrones. I started watching one and it was like this this young lad got... I, I don't know if this is Vikings or not. You can tell me. In the very, very beginning, this young lad gets stolen away from a village as like a, a slave or a hostage or something. And he gets raised as a Viking, blah, blah, blah. And then the top Viking tribesmen in that area gets killed and uh the the kid that had been raised as a viking got blamed for doing it is that vikings or am i uh, watching a different program um i think that might be the last kingdom or the last yes kingdom yes or yes yes the one on netflix supposedly very similar oh, to okay. vikings in the which it's also i've heard a lot of people say it's better but then also a lot of people that say it's a bit worse. I thought so, it was shit. <laughs> hopefully, yeah, because I'd like to get into something like that again. I love the whole medieval kind of... In fact, bear with me one second. I have been re-watching the old BBC 2001 Robin Hood. Jesus Christ. The box set. It's a thick boy look. Another one here as well. I've been rewatching re them. Um, 
I'm not honestly sure, to be honest. I mean, I've been playing a lot of RuneScape lately, old school RuneScape. And as a child, when I was playing old school RuneScape on like a Saturday night, BBC One would have Robin Hood on. So it was kind of like, I don't know if some of the old school music tracks in RuneScape like trigger that memory. But I was like, uh, I'm going to rewatch them. So I rewatched them all. Um, and I'm trying to get season three somewhere, but it's such an old, obscure, like British only show, it seems like that it is it's, um, wild at heart yeah wild at heart was amazing i mean right on three we're going to say the best character in wild at heart three two one duplessis duplessis yes <laughs> uh, you what duplessis i don't know how to say it. it was a south african name so i'm probably butchering it butchering it but it's like huh the old drunk man. Yes, 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 yes. I'm going to get a picture of him up on screen. Um, That is the show that made Amanda Holden known as well. Is it? Oh, yeah, because she was like the wife or something. Yeah, she was nothing before that show. No one knew who she was. I've got it up on screen now. I've got a picture of this Duplessis guy. He was just like an old lovable South African man that like liked to drink. But he was brilliant at animals. He's like a native South African guy that knows everything. For you Ukrainians, apparently, um, is about an American family who go to. Were they American? British, I think. British. Yeah. I can't believe I remember. Long time. They went to South Africa and made a sanctuary, and they saved the animals. And Duplessis got drunk, and yeah, it was great. Oh yeah. I'm going to have a look up who uh, who played him. He must be in something. Like we're going to see him in something and we're going to go, oh, what? I'm wondering if he's dead yet. His name's yeah, Dion Stewardson. Um, oh, I think he might be dead. He's dead. Oh, <laughs> oh no. He, oh, no. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I think that's years active as an actor. Oh, no. No, he's dead. <laughs> that was a roller coaster. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I brought you up, back down, brought you up again, and crushed your hopes. Yeah, he died at the age of 66 in South Africa. That's so sad. Yeah, died in 2017. It's not that old either. No, that's very young. I'm trying to see what he died of. Um... Oh, no, that is very sad. What was it? He took his own life. Oh, no. That is very sad. He's such a lovable character on screen as well in that show. Oh. It's always the best ones, isn't it? Say that again. It's always the best ones. Yep, 100%. Oh, well, we're remembering right. him. We're remembering him fondly. Speaking of animals. Go on. I'm going to go into my animal facts. Here we go. Yeah. I've been waiting for it. Right, so there is something called the immortal jellyfish. Have you heard of it? No. Right, so the immortal jellyfish, not necessarily immortal, but it could be. Right, what this um, jellyfish does, you can Google it if you want, have, um, just Google the immortal jellyfish, is it grows up like normal jellyfish would, but then when it gets to a crisis point in its life where it's getting attacked by something or it's dying of whatever it reverts itself back to a child 
turns itself into a what's the word for it a a haven't got a clue polyps a polyps polyps a polyps on which goes onto this the seafloor which then sort of sprouts into a little plant the jellyfish then pops off the plant converts back into how it was and carries on living how does it manage to shrink itself back down to being a, a baby um how does it just sh shred all its mass it just sort of like because they don't have brains jellyfish they like all their cells they are essentially the brain so where we have the electrolytes in our brain mm -hmm. that's what they are that is insane so they, are, they are essentially a living network um don't you think that sea creatures are like probably it seems like they are the some of the most evolved shit ever because like humans came from the sea and then went to the land and had to kind of like all the all the good attributes that that helped us in the sea would not help us on land so we almost had to start our start start over again as land mammals or whatever but stuff that's in the sea is like some crazy shit so not only do they have no brain, they also have no hearts. That is insane. It has no brain, it has no heart, it doesn't have blood or anything like that. Um, they reproduce sexually and asexually. So if you were to shoot a jellyfish, couldn't it repair itself? Like, because it wouldn't die of bleeding, I suppose, or does that cell damage kill it? So... Right, so I've got a little little graph here of what happens. Does that work? Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. I don't think it would die. Yeah, no, it must die. So I imagine it's like shooting our brain. It cancels the connection. I don't know enough about the human brain to really like try and get something in here. Yeah, it's unreal. Just sea creatures fascinate me. It's just like they are a completely different world. And some of the stuff that they keep uh, discovering, like deep sea creatures, they're the they're the gnarly ones. They all like, and they're all luminous, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They all like light themselves up, or they can like camouflage and shit. It's unreal. It's like the anglerfish creates a light on its head. Yeah. Why? But then at the same time, they're really fucking stupid. I mean, they have this ability to survive, but then when again the anglerfish, it creates a light on the head. Now they're so far down that there is no light. So why do the fish go? Hey, oh, there's light there. Let's go to it. You think they'd go? Something going on here. I don't That's know. If, I don't know if that light that it makes and sort of dangles in front of its head is to imitate some sort of prey. And and then when the when the predator that feeds on that prey comes close to the anglerfish to feed on it, the anglerfish then kills it, and that's how it gets its food. I think it's an evolutionary thing because if it didn't work, they'd presumably go extinct and not evolve and not breed and pass on their genes and stuff. I think so. Yeah. Um. So, you know how the deepest point of the of the, the ocean 
that we know of is the Marauders Trench, is it? The Marianas Trench or something like that, yeah. Mar yeah, the Mariana. If I yeah, can get a picture of it. Yeah. So do you, but it's like, it is deep. It is very deep. Do you believe that is the deepest point of the ocean or it's just what we found? I think the ocean is probably so big um, and so much of it is still so unexplored. There's got to be something more out there, isn't there? There's got to be something that's deeper than that, surely. Well, it's like surely with the crust of the floor underneath the ocean. Maybe, like, is, it, is it possible there's something under there? Because we know more about the ocean than space than we do the ocean. Yeah, I haven't got a clue. I'm way out of my depth there. Just deep, in it? Yeah. Because we're still not to the bottom, have we? Oh, wow. So according to this graphic here, uh, I don't know if you can see my screen. But basically, uh, if we were to put the... Um, if we would put Mount Everest in the Marianas Trench, it still wouldn't uh, like emerge above sea level. That's mental. It's pretty crazy. That's insane. And how deep is it? How deep does it say it is? Oh, I don't know. Uh, it says that Challenger Deep, I don't know if that's a submarine they sent down or something, uh, was at 11,000 meters. Let's Google um, it. Yes. How deep was the Marianas Trench? Um, it's approximately 36,000 feet. Which... Pretty fucking deep is the answer to that. Which is... About 6.8 miles. Six miles straight down. <laughs> That's absolutely crazy. Yeah, I can't remember... Furthest point depth, furthest depth dived, 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 is. I'm just looking up how high a commercial plane flies, and that's about 30,000 feet. So when you've gone on a flight to Spain, yeah. the Marianas Trench is deeper than you were in height so to put it this way if the bottom of the marianas trench was at ground level and you were flying at thirty thousand feet you would be underwater if you were in the marianas trench still Thirty thousand feet wouldn't get you to the air to put that in perspective that is unreal so people have managed to get all the way down i don't know let me google that you got us off on a right tangent here now yeah have we got to the bottom of the mariana trench um yeah about um when they were down there they found plastic in the creatures really that's plastic. shocking decomposed plastic only two people have descended to the planet's deepest point the Challenger Deep in the Pacific Ocean's Mariana Trench. So I'm not 100% sure about this, but I think David Cameron went down there. Not David Cameron, James, James Cameron, David, the producer. James the Cameron, producer. James Cameron is the producer. David Cameron is the one that fucked the pig. 
Yeah, that's the way. <laughs> Have a look. Did James Cameron go to the bottom of the Marianas Trench? Google knows everything. Before I also feels everything. Yeah. Uh, on the 26th of March 2020, James Cameron reached the bottom of the Challenger Deep, the deepest part of the Mariana Trench. The maximum depth recorded during this record-setting dive was 10,908 meters, or 35,700 feet. So 5,000 feet higher than a commercial airplane flight. Uh, flies or uh, 5,000 feet deeper than a commercial airplane flies. Why he wants to go down there? I mean, it's a pretty cool thing to do. I would be terrified though. Do you think it's because you wanted to experience it or is he planning something? Well, he's only a director, so maybe he was uh, researching it for a film or something. I don't know. Maybe a future Avatar movie coming out. Maybe, yeah. Maybe. Todd from Come Fly With Me would love it. Have you ever seen Come Fly With Me? I have seen Come Fly With Me, yes. Let's get that I clip didn't... up. I'm going to get that clip up. Come Fly With Me is the best thing ever. They couldn't get away with it today, though. Uh, I'm going to send you the link. There you go. Let me know when you're ready. Have a look. For sake. Yep, ready. Three, two, one, play. such a good show oh dear I'm, I'm really surprised that we were allowed to watch stuff like that when we were younger i know yeah and little britain little britain probably i've not seen it in years since i was little but by today's standards it's probably way too wrong oh yes <laughs> it's like a, we used to watch family guy when we were younger because mum thought it was just a cartoon uh, how wrong she was how wrong she was um, sweet, sweet, innocent mother. <laughs> so, you were saying how you'd like you'd be scared going to the bottom of the Mariana Trench. Yep. Now then, you're scared of a helicopter, right? Because I'm guessing because of the fall. Yeah, yeah. I just feel like if you have a helicopter crash, like I don't know why it's probably completely uh, flawed thinking, but I feel like if you have a a malfunction in a plane and there's going to be an emergency landing or a plane crash you've got a chance maybe but i feel like if you're in a helicopter crash you are fucked to put it lightly so um, it's it's the it's the thing that unless everything goes perfect that helicopter will plummet you to your death but a plane can run on one engine and stuff like that so planes have got a lot more leeway i think right well, this, so if you if you had a chance of well, go to the bottom of the ocean or go high up in a helicopter, which one would you pick? Ooh. Uh, well, I definitely feel... So when you say deep in the ocean, do you mean to the bottom of the Mariana Trench? The Mariana Trench. I feel like 
helicopters are a hundred percent safer than going to the bottom of the Mariana Trench. Like the pressures involved in securing somebody uh, in a in a submarine to, or a submersible to get to the Mariana Trench is way more complicated technology, and we have way less experience than helicopters. So I would go with the helicopter. Reluctantly, I would say that's a good choice. Yeah. So, gonna. Um, so right, you're on about pressure. So a dog bite. Yep. Yeah. I'm gonna do this. A dog bite is at around 230 to 250 psi. Okay. So that's how much pressure from a dog bite. So you, you, if you've been bit by a dog, you had the dog, not necessarily bite you in an aggressive way, but push down on your hand. I've never actually had one, no. But I imagine it probably fucking hurts. It's quite painful. Right. A lion bite is around 650 PSI. Right. Okay. So now we know what lions can do. Getting worse. Right. Hippo bite is around 1,800. A big boy. A big boy. And you know what hippos can do. We've seen what hippos can do. Yep. A T-Rex is 12,800 PSI. Jesus. You can bite. This is like, this is a big bite. It snapped me in half without even trying. It snapped my car in half without even trying. Exactly. Now the pressure of the bottom of the Mariana Trench is 16,000 PSI. Yeah, I don't fancy it. I think I heard that maybe on James Cameron's trip, or at least on one of the trips, maybe it was a test trip, that the glass actually shattered, but obviously they have multiple layers. So maybe it was just the outside layer and not the inside layer had shattered or that there was some kind of malfunction with it due to the pressure. It's scary shit. Um... And then there's weird shit, probably not in the submersible that they went in, like in a submarine or something. I don't know. I'm talking out my ass here. But I know that when you go diving, when you go to a certain depth, you can't just come straight up. Like if you got scared or something, you have to ascend slowly because there's like nitrogen bubbles that build up in your blood. Yeah. And if you uh, come up too fast, I think that, that those nitrogen bubbles like boil in your blood and basically make you explode or some shit. Some crap like that. Yeah, some chemical thing. Um, so have you ever had your eardrum burst? I don't think so. Right. So to burst your eardrum, it requires 14.5 PSI. Right. So the Mariana Trench has enough pressure in the bottom of it to do a thousand times more. It probably has the, it probably has the uh, enough pressure to explode your skull. Let's find out. <laughs> I'm going to guarantee that. Ben guarantee. Explode. Not much, I would say, compared to 16,000. I'm going to say about 5,000 PSI would explode the human skull. What are you seeing? Ba, 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 ba. So 10 PSI yeah. can kill And what? Can kill people, 10 PSI. Oh, wow, okay. Why I feel like I could generate 10 PSI with my hand, my fist. 
Yeah. I don't think that's right. Maybe it's 10 PSI, you know, a really small jet of like something isn't it would be enough to pierce it or something like that. Uh, is that a graph or anything? I'm not reading through all this. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm trying to have a science lesson on the podcast. Here at uh, the bunker, we like to teach about stuff we don't know about. About. Look, right, if you really want to learn stuff, go watch David Attenborough. Go listen to us. We don't know what we're on about. Yeah, we're internet idiots. We are internet idiots. <laughs> um, yeah, that, that, I thought I'd just share that. How did we even get on that tangent? I jellyfish. have no idea. Jellyfish, yeah. <laughs> jellyfish. Yeah. Have we got any, more, got any more topics on the agenda? Um, yeah, we'll do this quick one, because I think we're going into like quite a bit of time here. Yep. Have you played Phasmophobia? No, but I've seen many streams of it. It looks cool. Great game. You should get it. We'll play it after. Um, <laughs> For anyone that doesn't know what it is, it's like a ghost hunting game, right? Yes. Yeah, so the aim of the game is you've got to go into a haunted area with different types of equipment and use the equipment to work out what ghost is in there. Yeah, the babe. Ghost... What was that? Yeah, babe. Just yeah, babe. Harvey Price was uh, just letting you know he knew what he said. Yeah, babe. <laughs> um, yeah, so you go in, this ghost there, it will attack you, it will like throw stuff, and you've got to find out what type it is. It's really scary, really scary game. So you can play it in VR. Yep. And creepier. But now let me find where it is. Ba -ba 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 -ba. Uh, where is it? Come on. Come on. Do, 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 do. Uh, I've seen yeah. people like jump out of their chair scared playing this game. I've jumped out of my chair playing this game. Honestly, I had an experience where I was um, playing it with a friend and it's got proxy chat on it. Yep, so you can only hear each other when you're close, otherwise you have to use like a radio, like real life. So that's literally what it is. So he was on the radio, he was coming into the building, I was like, right, he's coming up behind me, and I could hear him, and he was on the other side of the door, I could hear him, so I turned around, and the ghost was there. Oh, a little jump scare. Screamed. Like, I, I threw my control, my um, keyboard, <laughs> my knee, scared the crap out of me, because I was so sure he was there. And you, the way you play the game... Like it uses your microphone, so you genuinely have to try and like piss off the ghost. Like there might be certain words that the ghost hates, or just hearing a human voice, the ghost hates it. So you have to go in there and try and rile it up to try and get it to show itself and shit. Yeah, so if you say the ghost's name, it'll go, you know, it'll like, it'll get pissed off. It's like, well, you don't get to say my name. Yeah, what are you disturbing me for? Yeah, exactly. It's got a spirit box where you can go, where are you? And it might go, I'm close. But what do you want to kill and stuff like that? Um, I can't find it. I don't want to give the wrong, the wrong information here because 
if it is what I saw, what I was sent, it's amazing. There's different types of ghosts as well, isn't there? So there might be like a, a normal ghost of like a human or there might be like a demon that's just out to kill you and shit like that. Yeah, so demons are very aggressive. Um, you've got others that throw things, others that hide from you until you're alone. Some attack you when you're in groups. Um, I really can't find it. Come on, where is it? I'm not going to say it if I can't find it because I don't want to. What was it? What uh, is it that you're looking for? Alright, so they've added a condition. Have you heard of a haptic feedback bodysuit? Yes, where like uh, it might vibrate or heat up uh, at a certain part. Like it gives real life feedback to what's happening in game. So if you've got one of them and you're playing VR, the ghost can touch you. And if the ghost touches you, you will Ooh. feel the ghost shoulder on your arm. That is, or, I'm not sure how I feel about that. That is next level, isn't it? Throw stuff at you and it is. My family oh. think it's hilarious to play the game of when Be whenever Ben's in VR, playing VR, and I've got my headset on so I can't see anything, they'll open the door and creep in and like, scare me or touch me or something. Imagine that. But it's in the game, dude. But it's, that's the, yeah, it, that's my family messing with me. Imagine if that was part of the game. That would be, ooh. New level. No, I can't play it on VR. I've not got the game, but it looks good. I've seen people play it on VR and it's unreal. So I've just received a message. Okay. Um, from someone who can hear our conversation. Making a very good point, which we should have instantly gone with. That much PSI would not make you explode. It would crush you. Good point. Good point. Of course, I mean, very obviously, it would uh, it would crush you instead. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, 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 yeah. So that <laughs> backs up the point that we're internet uh, idiots on the internet. Don't listen to us. Just get a text. You're a twat. Yeah, yeah. We're talking about pressure and then exploding rather than pressure and crushing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we got that a bit wrong. Yeah, but okay, that's phasmophobia. Yeah, honestly, it's such a it is a good game. It's very scary, though. I can't play it on VR, and I won't play it on VR. And I think, like, each player, depending on how long they've been alone for with the ghost and that, has, like, an insanity level, don't they? Yeah, so the more you witness the ghost or have activity, the lower your sanity goes. The lower your sanity, the more it will come after you. Ooh, okay. So, like, you can find Ouija boards. Yeah. If you press on and say where are you it'll go i'm in this room but it knackers up your sanity uh so and you have to go, come out and take a break and switch out with your friends yes obviously you don't do that you run around with your equipment and yeah like you can hide from the ghost and they try and track you down and all sorts it does sound good how much is it let me i would launch steam but steam's been doing this thing to me recently where um it logs me out and requires me to type in my password every time I launch the computer. Really that's annoying me. I know why we uh, chat about something else and I'll have a look. Maybe that's something we can do for the bunker. That would be good, yeah. But the bunker plays. The bunker plays. That's my favourite. I'd be up for that, to be honest. But Yeah, I'll give it a go. There you go. Hold it here first.
Let me try and log into Steam. And then we will wrap it up. <laughs> right, so we are going to give you the confirmation in a second if we are actually going to be playing this game. You never know, at some point in the near future, you might experience just get very, very scared, basically. Um, I need to, annoyingly, I need to go. I've logged in. Now I need to go to the Steam app to get a code to log in again. I have to do this every time I boot my computer. It's 10.99. Ah, thank you. There you go. Yeah, I'll get it. Why not? It'd be a good laugh. Honestly, it's terrifying. And it's like, obviously, if you have decent headphones on, comes through both sides, it'll be really... Yeah. Un unbearable. Just put my hands to the back of my head. That's not where headphones go. They yeah, go. that's not where, not for us. <laughs> uh, not for me. Who's you normal folk? Yeah, I know, I stick my headphones on the back of my head here, look. That's what I do when I'm answering the phone. I do this. <laughs> Brilliant. It's a bit trippy, but yeah, so we'll have to we'll have to give it a go. Scare ourselves, do some recording, put out a video of that. I'm up for it. People love to see us shit our pants. And it will happen. It will happen. It will really right well that's been episode seven of the bunker thanks for joining us we're getting closer and closer to episode 10 yes episode seven not six did i say six no i said six as well. oh oh okay yeah see i messed me up again you keep tricking me yeah, yeah thank you for joining us thanks for being here jake yes. you're, you're very welcome it's been, it's been a pleasure again catch you on the next episode everyone <laughs>